Misfits around the world. I'm your host, Rampage the Misfit, and you're tuned in to Misfit Minded, where I bring you everything movie and music related. Today is Monday, August 21st. Kind of a historical day um, if you're into astronomy because of that solar eclipse earlier. That was pretty weird, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I, I tried to go to the library to get those eclipse glasses. And before I could even uh, get out of my car, I just literally just pulled up some chubby little girl goes, they're all out of glasses. <laughs> so I was like, thanks. Thanks for telling me. And I, I sure enough, I looked at the door. There's a huge paper on there that said, all out of eclipse glasses in all caps. So I was like, that's kind of a bummer. But it was super cloudy here anyway. And I all I had was my phone, my eyes. I tried to make like a makeshift viewer thing that they said online. That shit doesn't work, man. I mean, it didn't work for me. I don't. Maybe I did something wrong. But needless to say, the eclipse was pretty uh, underwhelming. I took some pictures, like, but I don't have like a professional camera. I have an iPhone 7, so they're not they're not that good. So that I mean, it was just important, I guess, because it was since the 70s we haven't had one. Um, in the United States so yeah that was cool but wasn't really the location that was uh, that had a good view for me I guess the next one we have is gonna be in like 2023 or something so um, people were saying it's like a once-in-a-lifetime thing but I mean there's gonna be more so football is gonna start again so if you know me uh, I'm pretty obsessed with it um, it's looking like I'm gonna be in three fantasy leagues this year I haven't been able to watch like any preseason. I've been pretty busy um, watching this Giants-Browns uh, game, though, and it's not that entertaining. This is why I don't like preseason. Just reminded me, uh, Geno Smith just threw a pick, though. So, uh, in other news, Walker's wet. <laughs> I can't believe he's signed and not Colin Kaepernick. It's it's pretty ridiculous at this point. I mean, I I get it. The league is owned by businesses, and it's a it's a business mentality, but you gotta think there's something else on top of that, man. Like, he, he was on his way to win a Super Bowl a couple years ago, and now he's completely black blacklisted because he did something naughty. He didn't listen. So yeah, go Packers. I'm excited for this season. We made it a lot farther than we should have last year. Uh, we can't. We just can't seal the deal. It seems. Like. I mean, injuries were our Achilles heel ultimately but uh, I like the signing of Bennett we saw last year just what Aaron Rodgers could do with a good tight end um, with Jared Cook and now he's on the Raiders so I'm excited for this year I'm a diehard cheesehead fuck the Bears uh, yeah but how have you guys been I, I know it's been a while since I last did anything on here 
Um, been going out a lot, living life before school starts, and I'm just like completely crammed up all holes. Pause. <laughs> but crammed with work. It's, it's going to be a, a pretty hectic schedule this year, I can already tell. Um, as for the show today, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to like free ball it, I think. Like wing it. I do have one like schedule segment for my, like I do every week on Mondays that I haven't been doing. But I'm going to break down the box office for this weekend and talk about this new thing, Movie Pass. I don't know if you guys heard about it, but I'm kind of intrigued and I think I'm going to sign up for it. But like I said, I'll talk about it in a second. There's also been a couple albums I've been digging um, and I have been to the movies a couple times. So maybe some reviews for movies, music, definitely talking about box office and this new movie pass thing. Um, thank you to all the new followers or people who favored the station I appreciate you um, and this is gonna be something like my intro I guess now just some informal talking to you guys saying what's up and call in if you have any questions or suggestions for the station I'd love to hear feedback from you guys and thank you for listening to Misfit Minded So it's Monday, as I mentioned earlier, and with the weekly schedule we have on Misfit Minded, that means it's the weekend box office breakdown. Drop some bombs on them, Funkmaster Flex. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, this is what happens when I drink before the show. Whatever. Fuck it. I'm keeping it. But yes, box office weekend breakdown. That means I'm going to talk about the top five movies at the box office this weekend and if i liked it or didn't like the movies or if i haven't seen it yet my thoughts on it anyway and also what was the number one 10 years ago and what was the number one 20 years ago so you know i'm gonna just stop talking and embarrassing myself and let's just get into this so coming in at number one which was kind of a surprise to me actually i mean i'll get into it but number one the Hitman's Bodyguard, uh, starring Ryan Reynolds and Samuel Jackson, about Samuel Jackson being a hitman and someone's trying to kill him, and Ryan Reynolds has to come in and be his bodyguard, and they have some type of history of trying to kill each other. I don't know. I mean, the cast. I mean, I'm looking at the cast. The cast is pretty solid. Sam Hayek is, you know, my future wife, and Gary Oldman. I pretty much love him in anything he's in. I think he's one of my favorite actors. But I mean, I watched the trailers for the this movie and it didn't really it didn't reel me in at all. I mean, is that just me or do, what do you guys think? Are you excited about this? To me it just looked like they're both great actors, but like the chemistry of the comedy they're trying to to come up with in the commercial just didn't do it for me. Um, on an action level or on a comedy level, it just didn't look like, didn't look like I had to go and rush to the theater to see it. Um, it is number one though, so they had enough of an audience. Uh, I might see it tomorrow, um, but there's another movie that's on this list that I want to see ahead of that, and I'll get into that in a second. Uh, number two is Annabelle Creation, bringing in 15 million. Um, 55% drop from last weekend, which I'm kind of surprised by. I mean, I, th I thought it was a, 
it was a good um, word of mouth going around. But maybe it just, you know, for that first week, everyone saw it. And then <laughs> they didn't feel the need to see it again. I've seen it twice already. And I, yeah, I really like it. If that wasn't a big enough sale, go see Annabelle Creation if you like horror movies. Way better than the first Annabelle. And they're making a Conjuring universe, apparently. And if this is the type of movies they're making with that, then I'm on board with it. There's still some sort of like cramming in to try and make the universe work, which I just cannot stand. It's one of my pet peeves. But I'll get into that in my Annabelle review. I don't want to get into that right now i'm just warning you guys there's some like universe cramming in this which like the mummy with tom cruise tried to do and it's just ugh. number three uh is the movie that i really want to see tomorrow it's called logan lucky and if you haven't heard about it i mean the marketing has been pretty low-key but all you need to tell me was this is steven soderbergh's new heist movie and i'm in steven soderbergh directed oceans 11 which is one of my favorite heist movies of all time it might be one of the best you know that and heat i don't know what else is better uh daniel craig is a star channing tatum's in it adam driver you know it's it's this cast is loaded so i really want to see that movie um he directed all the oceans movies actually I, I got the box set recently it came with some dice and like a, a deck of cards i just love those movies um so i really want to see that i haven't even watched any trailers for it so I'm going to go into it with a fresh um, set of eyes that were burned from the eclipse <laughs> because I didn't have any glasses and I will get back to you guys on that one. Number four is Dunkirk, which is not my favorite Christopher Nolan movie, um, but it made six million dollars at the box office. It's still doing OK. I just, you know, there's not really any characters in that that I really latched onto which i get is the point and i uh, appreciate it on the filmmaking aspect of it still um but just as like a movie going experience it just didn't do it for me it's not one of my favorite Nolans, and i'm a huge Nolan fan uh logan lucky also brought in seven million by the way i forgot to mention that and number five is the nut job two nutty, nutty by nature and i'm not even going to comment on that one because <laughs> i didn't even see the first one so <laughs> kids movies do good and I'm running out of time, but up next, I will go into what was number one 10 years ago and 20 years ago. So stay tuned. So I just gave you guys the weekend box office breakdown. But maybe you're wondering what was number one on this weekend 10 years ago or 20 years ago. Well, I have all those answers for you and maybe some other phones if we still have time. Uh, and this is going to be your weekend flashback. So starting with 10 years ago. It is Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg's breakthrough into the comedy scene, and that is super bad. If you don't know this movie, go out and see it right now, because I can't even sell it enough. But, you know, you got Jonah Hill, Michael Sarah, you got McLovin, I, what's his name again? Christopher Mintz Plas or something, but he's always going to be McLovin from this movie. It's just a great dirty comedy i shouldn't even say dirty comedy it's just a great comedy one of my favorites of all time and funny story about this one so seth rogan tweeted that it was the 10 year anniversary and uh he was saying like if you have any questions or anything like you want to hear about super bad like tweet him i tweeted at him and he liked my tweet and i was really high at the time and it basically blew my mind <laughs> 
because I'm a huge Seth Rogen fan. So yeah, he also dropped some really interesting facts about Superbad. Um, some of them, just I'm off the top of my head, he said that the term DTF from Jersey Shore, they had admitted that they got that from Superbad. And if you don't know what that means, it means down to fuck. They also dropped something I didn't know, and that is that Danny McBride is in there and, and has a cameo in like two scenes. I don't know how I never saw that. Uh, also, they filmed it in a real high school and just certain other stuff like that. I really have to watch the special features because I just got on Blu-ray right now and this is making me want to see that. But that's your 10-year number one movie uh, on August 17th through the 19th. Super bad. 20 years ago, this is interesting because it's a really slept-on one that I recently watched, like maybe within the year, and I just like really enjoyed it. And I was like, why hasn't... Why haven't more people seen this and told me about it? So, 20 years ago, 1997, the movie Copland was number one. If you don't know what Copland is, it has an all-star cast, and you have to like know at least one of these guys. Sylvester Stallone, Harvey Keitel, Ray Liotta, Robert De Niro. The list just keeps going on and on. But yeah, it's a, it's a pretty great movie about um like dirty cops. And the most surprising part of that movie to me is Sylvester Stallone's performance. He has some sort of like condition. I think he's like deaf, maybe, if I'm remembering this right. And uh, yeah, it's just a really great performance all around. It gets it gets pretty dark, but if you're looking for a great you know crime drama thriller, I suggest you go watch that too. Also directed by James Mangold who directed Logan, which is my favorite movie from 2017. So see how I brought it all around there. Go watch Copland though, guys. It's pretty awesome. Some other mentions from this weekend. 1999, M. Night Shyamalan made The Sixth Sense with Bruce Willis. A crazy twist ending. If you haven't seen it, go see that one. It's still his best movie. I don't think he'll ever top that. But he's making a comeback. You know, Split was great. And the sequel to Split looks great. So go see that. Uh, Saving Private Ryan the year before that. Steven Spielberg's war opus. It, you know, every time I see a war film, like Hexar Ridge, for example, it's always going to be compared to Saving Private Ryan. Like they set the standard for it. That first 20-minute scene is just like so brutal that you know i watched it in my class in high school so go with watch saving private ryan it's another one of my favorites 1995 uh, <laughs> a fun one that i just showed my brother recently it's, it's a guilty pleasure is mortal kombat based off the video game i have the the mortal kombat uh x xx is it xl anyways it's it's still it's a lot of fun it's cheesy but i love it 1994, Forrest Gump. I don't need to say anything about more about that. 1993, The Fugitive with Harrison Ford. It's a great one if you haven't seen that one. I used to play it on TV all the time. Um, well, here's some two other favorites of mine. 1986, The Fly with Jeff Goldblum. Rare instance where the, the remake is better than the original. The effects are so gross, um, but amazing. And Back to the Future, 1985. Can't leave without saying that. So I'm out of time though. Thanks, guys. That was your box office breakdown and flashback. All right, guys, that is it for your weekend box office breakdown and your flashback breakdown. This is Rampage the Misfit from Misfit Minded. And I was going to do more stuff, but I'm watching Ocean's Eleven now. All the talk of Steven Soderbergh got me watching Ocean's Eleven with my little bro. So I'll be back tomorrow. Keep listening. 
and peace to the free world in the Middle East and the solar eclipse. <laughs>